Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello to all of you amazing people who are smart enough to listen to this podcast. Congratulations, that's you. You're listening, right? (laughs) I'm so happy you're here. I hope that you're happy that you are here. Today, we have, man, a big promise with the title of this episode, right? How to lose weight without changing what you eat. How to lose weight without changing your diet. Is that possible? Corey, is this a gimmick? Are you going to trick me and say, oh, I have to change my brain first? <laughs> that is true. But no, that's not what I'm going to talk about today. What I'll be discussing today is literally from research, what, how it shows that we can lose weight or maintain a healthy weight without changing the foods that we eat. It's pretty incredible stuff. It's pretty exciting stuff. But here's the best part. This is your lucky day because you're going to get a peek inside my Inner Circle Coaching Group. The clip that I'm about to play is actually from a live coaching call. It's the very beginning of a live coaching call where I announced our monthly challenge. Sometimes we'll do a monthly challenge or a monthly focus, something that is not necessarily taught within my Live Life Lose Fat program, but something that's really, really helpful and that can just benefit uh, you know, every person all around. And so that's what you're going to get to hear today. It is a specific monthly focus or monthly challenge that can help you lose weight without changing what you eat. Now, as always, whenever I play a clip from inside the inner circle, sometimes it's, first of all, the audio quality is different because the recording devices are different. Secondly, there might be an odd pause here or there because I may be checking the chat box or making motions with my hands or making faces. So just uh, just know it'll sound a little different. But I hope you enjoy and I hope you benefit. Without further ado, let's roll that clip now. This is something that is um, very simple. I'm not going to ask you to eat anything differently. I'm not going to ask you to exercise anymore. What? But it is profoundly impactful. It has a massive impact on probably how we get to be overweight in the first place and how we lose weight and maintain a healthier body weight. So what is it? Drum roll, please. I don't know if you guys can hear that. It is how we eat. More specifically, it is our eating speed. Some of you right now may be going, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I know. Some of you maybe have already intentionally slowed down how fast you eat. Um, Some of you, but some of you, you're like, yeah, I I eat like a Hoover vacuum cleaner. It's gone. (laughs) Like a minute and a half, it's all gone. Um, So let me give you some statistics and facts from research about eating speed. Get this, guys. Pay attention to this. The faster we eat, the more calories we consume on a regular basis. The faster we eat, the more calories we consume. Without, like, we're not trying to consume a bunch of calories. It just happens. 
Number two, faster eater, excuse me, fast eaters, people who are fast eaters, are three times more likely to be overweight or obese. Three times more likely to be overweight or obese. Eating fast is a strong risk factor for type 2 diabetes. For developing, that's adult onset diabetes, for developing type 2 diabetes. Sugar, processed foods, and what, what are called like dense foods, uh, like um, foods that are really high calorically, are more likely to be eaten fast. So all of the very foods that may be trigger foods for us that would lead to being overweight, would lead to you know, increased risk of type 2 diabetes, those are the very foods that, are, that we are more likely to eat fast. Sugary foods, processed foods, and really dense foods. Guys, pay attention. Billy, Matt, all the other guys in the group. Rob, I don't know if you're on here. James, I'm just trying to think of the men in the group. Men are more likely to be faster eaters than women. So you, women, it, you can do it too. You, you're, you can be guilty too, but men are more likely to do it than women. Again, continuing with stats from research, eating slower inhibits the development of obesity and can positively impact your waist circumference. Just eating slower. Researchers, did, they didn't tell people to change anything they eat. When they changed their eating speed, their waist circumference came down. The slowest eaters, when researchers look at the speed at which people eat, the slowest eaters have the lowest risk of becoming obese. And slow eating alone, just that, just slow eating may lead to weight loss by itself. So basically, let's say you start, when you very first started this program, if module one was nothing but I want you to eat slower, I want you to eat every meal slower, don't change anything you eat, that one thing could have led you to weight loss. Incredible, right? So, who's with me? Who's ready to put this into play? To just practice eating a little slower, a little more mindfully. And then here's the kicker, guys. You might have heard this or read this or seen this or you remember something about it. It takes your brain 20 minutes to shut off your urge to eat. So when you're hungry and you have this urge to eat, and, oh, I'm hungry, i got to get food. It, it is a legitimate scientific fact, basically, that it takes your brain 20 minutes to shut off your urge to eat. So, I see a lot of you guys popping up comments. I'm a fast eater. Yes, oh, Corey, this is me. Oh, I'm a fast eater. Good. Not good that you're fast, but good that we're doing this. I'm so happy. So here's the thing. A lot of you know already, but I mean... How do you know if you're a fast eater? Some of you might be like, well, am I? I don't know. Maybe sometimes, maybe not. First of all, I mean, and you guys have proven it right here. You kind of know, don't you? Like, I mean, we kind of know. We know when we're eating fast. My wife sometimes will literally, in the middle of our dinner, she'll stand up and like go to the kitchen and wash a dish or put something away or whatever. And I'm like, I used to be like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm just... I'm just like, I'm just slowing down. Like I got, I, I was in a little frenzy there, like just sucking that food down. I'm just slowing down. She will get up and walk away. So we kind of know when we're eating fast, right? But let's, let's try, let's kind of define it a little bit. If you eat your food without putting your, without ever putting your utensil down, 
We're gonna we're gonna do a little Jeff Foxworthy here. Maybe you people, you guys, you, my wonderful, beautiful Canadians, you might not know who Jeff Foxworthy is. Maybe you do. I don't know. If you eat your food without putting your utensil down, you might be a redneck. No, you might be a fast eater. <laughs> um, if you eat your meal without ever drinking any water, like you eat your meal from beginning to end and you never have a, your first sip of water, you might be a fast eater. You're probably a fast eater. If you eat your meal without chewing each bite 15 to 30 times, you might be a fast eater. If you finish your meal in less than 20 minutes, and I bet some of you finish your meal in less than 10 minutes, then you might be a fast eater. I would say you know, you know, might be, you are a fast eater. If you finish your meal, your entire meal in less than 20 minutes, and maybe I would be willing to guess most of you are less than 15, maybe at 10 minutes or less, then you are a fast eater. Guys, listen, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. Eating slowly is a skill. It is a skill. A skill that you can learn, that you can improve on, and that you can ingrain just like any other skill. Just like catching the bully in your brain when it starts chirping. Just like uh, getting better at a certain exercise, whatever. It is a skill. And like any other skill, we start it slow and gradual. And we learn it piece by piece. So here is the March focus or the March challenge. You can take this on as a challenge. Or you can just kind of keep it in your mind as a focus. I don't Because the number one thing I don't want, more than I want you to not eat fast, the number one thing I don't want is for you to feel overwhelmed. I don't want you to feel like, oh, this is just scrambling my brain. No, 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 no. The number one thing that I don't want is for you to be overwhelmed. So if, if, if a monthly challenge or focus ever feels overwhelming to you, then just don't pay attention to it. And just stay on the path. Stay on exactly what you're doing with Live Life, Lose Fat, and keep checking in, okay? Okay, good. Now, for anyone who wants to do this, here is the monthly focus or challenge. I want you to pick one specific meal, one specific healthy meal, whatever. Pick one specific meal and eat mindfully and slowly. Now, what does that mean? Because that's arbitrary. Eat mindfully, eat slowly. Well, mindfully obviously means you're paying attention to what you're eating. But I want to give you some more things. I want you to set some goals around this, like chewing each bite at least 20 times. Wow. Chewing each bite 20 times. That's one. You don't have to do all of these things. These are just some ideas. Or deliberately spacing your meal out over 30 minutes. So kind of, um, kind of pacing yourself so that you see, okay, yeah, I've been eating about 10 minutes and... Okay, I'm around halfway finished with my meal. Okay, that's good. That's good. Or, oh, wow, like almost like two-thirds of my meal is gone, and I've been eating six minutes. Slow down. Even stop. Drink some water. Step away for a minute. Step away for a little while. So, number one, eating, or excuse me, chewing each bite 20, 20-ish times. Number two, sp- deliberately spacing your meal out over 20 or 30 minutes. Number three, drinking at least eight ounces, maybe 16 ounces of water while you're eating, during your meal. Now, you'll hear and read people say, oh, that's not good for digestion. It waters down the hydrochloric acid in your stomach. Whatever, man. Like, 
right now we're, we're just worried about eating slower. Okay. So, uh, doing the water, uh, doing, uh, just deliberately putting some small, easy task in the middle of your meal. Like I talked about with my wife, you know, at the halfway point of your meal, you're going to stand up and walk away for at least five minutes, maybe five to 10 minutes and do some small task. Maybe you fold a few pieces of laundry. Maybe you load the dishwasher. Maybe, you know, you, you wipe off the countertops, whatever. But you deliberately put some small task in the middle of your meal. Uh, what else do I have here for you? Um, oh, yes. The big one. This meal you need to eat when you eat mindfully and you eat slowly. You need to eat undistracted. No television, no phones, no screens. Just you and your food. And maybe a friend or your spouse or whatever, or your kids, but no screens. Just ask Julie about this, guys. Julie started this, I don't know if I kind of challenged her to this. I don't remember what it was, but Julie started doing this a while back, and she said it's been a game changer, not just for her, but for her family. She started doing it by herself, and then her family started to join her, and she said it basically is like giving her family back their, their dinner time together, their family meal time together. So... Use a timer or a watch to um, use a use a timer or a watch or a clock or whatever to stretch your meal out to that 20 to 30 minute range. Uh, chew each bite 15, 20, 30 times. Uh, take sips of water every mouthful. Try to drink 8 to 16 ounces of water per per meal. Um, put your fork down. Put your, or put your sandwich down or whatever. Put your food down every bite or every two bites as you step back and chew, chew, chew. Guys, if you'll pay attention, most of us. We're already getting our next bite and bringing it to our mouth before the food that's in our mouth is even masticated. That's a fancy word for, for what we do when we chew. Before it's even chewed up and ready to be swallowed. The first step of your digestion is in your mouth with your teeth and with the saliva. There's enzymes in the saliva to help break down the food. So guys, if you have, if you have any sort of um, indigestion or digestive issues, this will be a great place that could potentially help. So... That is the first part of the March challenge. Pick one specific meal and eat mindfully and eat slowly and use those tactics that I just outlined. You can use one of them, two of them, all of them, whatever. Eat mindfully, eat slowly with no screens. One meal, one healthy meal or clean meal or whatever. Okay? Okay, now, next up, part two of the March challenge. Eat one honor roll meal each week, mindfully. Now, if you're not... If you haven't gone far enough and live life loose fat, you don't. You may not know what an honor roll meal is. An honor roll meal is what most people would call a cheat meal, but I hate the term cheat meal. There's nothing positive about a cheat, and this is positive. An honor roll meal is phenomenal. So once every week, at least once, for some of you, you're you know, uh, in live life loose fat, I teach you how I want you to do this at least two or three times, maybe even four times per week. But the key is is that you plan ahead and you know exactly what you're going to have. Man, I can't wait to eat that pizza Friday night. Man, I can't. Last night, Friday night, my wife and I had a hamburger. Big, delicious, juicy hamburger and a little bit of dessert afterwards. Perfect honor roll meal. So I want you to not only pick one healthy meal each week to eat mindfully, I also want you to pick an honor roll meal where the food, because that's the food that's likely to trigger you to eat really, really fast. So I want you to pick an honor roll meal. 
and to eat it mindfully and slowly in the same way that I described the other meal. So really the March challenge, the March focus is very simple. Pick one, for lack of a better term, healthy meal, better breakfast, lean lunch, whatever, and eat it, like I said, mindfully, slowly, with no screens. Number two, pick one honorable meal, cheat meal, whatever you want to call it, and eat mindfully and slowly and enjoy that meal. Guys, imagine this. I love a great massage. Imagine going in to get a massage. And you're like, okay, can you hurry up and get this done? Uh, can, uh, this, this relaxation bit, can, can we just hurry up and speed through this? That's what we do with our food. That's what we do with this delicious, wonderful food that we look so forward to. It's crazy. So slow the bleep down and enjoy and savor that delicious, wonderful meal. Zero guilt. Enjoy it. Stretch it out. Make it last. Pretend this is like the last bit of delicious food on the face of the earth. And there's no more after this. So you have to make it last and savor it and enjoy every morsel and every bit of it. And zero guilt. Celebrate it. Okay? Okay. Good. All right, guys. I hope that was beneficial. I hope you enjoyed it. And even more, I hope you will take me up on that challenge. I hope that you will pay attention to the speed at which you eat. Maybe if you don't take the specific challenge to slow down for one healthy meal and one what I call honorable meal, if you don't take that challenge, maybe you'll at least just begin to be more cognizant. You'll begin to be more aware because awareness is everything, as you've heard me say before, but maybe you'll begin to be more aware of your eating speed, especially when eating foods that can trigger us to eat way too fast. If you do take me up on this challenge, if you do start really paying attention to the speed with which you eat, you guys know I always love to hear from you. So jump on Facebook or on Instagram and shoot me a private message and let me know like, wow, Corey, I ate, I really eat a lot faster than I thought I did. Or wow, you know, I, I already do pretty good on this. You know, I eat much slower than I thought I did. I always love hearing from you. And then lastly, don't forget about the two free resources I have. If you're ever interested to go a little deeper to hear more about uh, the, the exact method that we use inside my Inner Circle Coaching Program. It's called the Anti-Diet Method. You can go to antidietclass.com and you can pick a time that's convenient for you or you can scroll down to the show notes. You can find the link there. It's antidietclass.com or you can opt in to my Catalyst Audio Program. Both of these resources are absolutely free and they will really help you to dig in and kind of take the next step with your health and with your weight loss. That is it, my friends. I hope this has been helpful. But before we sign off, let's say it like we always do. There is so much more to you than a number. So take your scales, go out to the backyard, get a shovel, and bury them in the backyard. <laughs> don't let them dictate your emotions. Don't let them, don't let a stupid machine in your bathroom tell you how good or bad of a person you are and dictate your emotions and, and determine what your day is going to be like. That's just a bunch of crap. Go bury them in the backyard. And not only that, you need to also know, if you don't by now, that losing weight is really all about gaining life. So sure, the scales will go down. They'll go up and they'll go down. And we want to see them go down over the course of time. But what losing weight is really all about is gaining life and living the life and having the life that you truly want. And I know you can do it. I believe in you 100%, even if you don't believe in yourself. That's okay. That's one of the things we're talking about in the group right now as well. Some people just like belief that they can and will do this, that they can and will follow through. That's okay. 
I've got plenty of belief. I've got a huge, massive truckload of belief, so you can borrow some of mine. Sound good? Do we have a deal? You keep listening. I'll keep working on you. We'll get you there. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.